This episode was brought to you by Bookout Blooms. Bookout Blooms sells cut flowers and designs. They're located in South End Charlotte. They have beautiful flower arrangements for any occasion you can think of. They even have classes where you and a group of girlfriends can come and learn to make your own bouquets. So head on over to www.bookoutblooms.com to learn more information. And if you stop by the shop, tell them that those other girls sent you. Can't relate to cancel culture? hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory, and we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Unfortunately, Vic is not with us. We all miss her when she's not here. Um, But I'm interviewing a very special guest. Um, This is my friend, Lily, and she is a William Wilberforce Fellow of Students for Life, as well as um, leading a chapter of Students for Life um, on her campus. So we are going to be talking about her fellowship project, which is called We Don't Need Abortion Billboard. Lily, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hi. Um, First, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, I love this podcast. Uh, Yeah. So my project is a billboard. It's going to represent Standing With You, which is a branch of Students for Life of America. And kind of like my original involvement with this project and kind of what sparked it was um yeah the William Wilberforce fellow fellowship we kind of have to have a project for the entire year it's got to be like a large-scale project so um that kind of sparked the idea to put up a billboard and I live in San Diego I'm a student at San Diego State and so the billboard's going to actually be in San Diego in the South San Diego area over um an interstate the interstate five so The billboard's going to represent standing with you and standing with you. We can get into that a little more later. Um, Yeah, it's going to represent standing with you. And it's going to have the slogan, we don't need abortion to succeed. It's really beautiful. Um, I'd love to share it with you guys. It's got like an image of a mama and a baby. They're both in a cap and gown. It's, It's really beautiful. So yeah, that's basically the gist of the project. Okay, that's super. I'm so excited. Um, I think this is going to be really good and honest, especially in California. I feel like that's something like that will be very, very impactful. Um, so first I want to like backtrack a little bit. Why are you pro-life? Our audience is like our most listened to, or like our most interacted with post is pro-life. The, I'm pretty sure like 98% of our audience is pro-life. We might disagree on, it seems like everything else people disagree with, but like everybody's pro-life. So why are you specifically pro-life? Well, that's, that's a big question. Um, I think specifically for me, I mean, I was raised with very traditional values and, you know, in a Christian home and I just, you know, believe in the sanctity of human life. And one thing I've always kind of thought is, 
you know, scientifically, and we believe that science corresponds with religion, you know, it doesn't have to contradict. And scientifically, um, we are human, we are you, you're a human person from the moment of conception. And to me, even if science didn't prove that, one of the biggest things for me was always, even if it's just like a potential for life, which obviously we know it is a life, but even if there's solely potential there, you know, it, it deserves, it deserves protection. It deserves rights, you know, and then, you know, obviously it really is a human being. And I think I learned about abortion when I was probably like 10 or 11 years old. And I was like, oh my gosh, they actually do that. I couldn't believe it. And I don't know, from, from there, it just, I always knew, you know, yeah, I have to do something about this. And when I was, I believe, around 12 years old, my aunt started working for a local um, pregnancy care center. And that kind of was one of the first things to spark it for me. And I was like, oh, you know, there's people actually getting involved in this. This is a big deal. Um, And I don't really, yeah, that's kind of the original reason. And then from there, it all kind of just fell into place. And I realized, you know, God was calling me to this. God was calling me to be a part of the pro-life movement. And, you know, it kind of progressed from there. And more and more over the years, I got more involved with Students for Life. And I got involved with my local 40 Days for Life and things like that. And, you know, as the years went on, I just realized that this is what God kind of wants me to do with my life. And honestly, I've I've never been happier because this is just, you know, the greatest blessing to be a part of this movement. It's really, really coming alive. Yeah. I I love that. And I love hearing different people's stories about like how they became pro-life, why they're pro-life, because we all have different backgrounds, but pretty much everything's the same. We come to the conclusion that um, science and our religious beliefs coincide. And there's so many people who aren't even religious that are pro-life. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a scientific fact. Life is, I mean, it's a human, it's human. It's human rights. Um, okay, well, that was great. Um, my next question is, what exactly um, is Students for Life in this fellowship? Can you just talk a little bit, give us a little bit of background about that? Yeah, of course. So Students for Life of America is a national nonprofit organization. Um, I've been involved with them for, I want to say a little over two years. Um, basically, what they do is they mobilize, they educate, and they equip young pro-lifers, students. Um, They help students start pro-life clubs on their campuses. Um, They give them all the tools they need, whether it's, you know, resources, literature, legal help if someone's trying to stop them. They give them all the trainings and education that they need in order to, you know, go on campus as grassroots groups and just start changing minds, doing all kinds of things between having conversations about abortion, helping moms in need, um, and changing legislation. They have another branch called Students for Life Action, which goes out and they lobby for political candidates, for legislation. They go and do, you know, lobbying days at the Capitol. They go out and they they go door to door. And it's, it's a really amazing organization. So they do everything from education to um, political lobbying and just everything in between. Um, yeah, and then they helped me get my pro-life group started when I was a freshman in college. Um, you know, they're, they're just an incredible organization and, um, yeah. And so this fellowship is called the William Wilberforce fellowship. It's one of the, I believe five fellowships that they have. And what they do is they select 20 students from all over the country. Um, the Wilberforce fellowship is for college students. 
And so you have to apply and then they accept you into the program. And then it is a year long training program. And it's been one of the most amazing experiences of my life, honestly. Um, they have, you know, frequent calls and we have speakers we co that come on. We learn from the speakers. We read books. We're actually reading this really amazing book called Viability by Michael Fisher. It's about how to um, kind of strategically um, bring together the pro-life movement and weed out all of its problems and just make sure that it's going to succeed in the end. Um, so we do, oh, we do things like that. We learn. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about the book too, if you want to. Um, yeah, we learn things like that and it's kind of, it's basically a leadership training. It's taking out, you know, the, the people who really, really want to make this, um, you know, their, their career or their life goal to be a part of this movement and raising up the, the next generation of leaders. So that's what it seeks to do. And then aside from that, every Wilberforce fellow is required to do a project for the year. And the projects are due at the end of the year, um, kind of, you know, like at the end of the school year. And yeah, so the project's got to be like a little bit of a larger scale thing, something bigger than you would do with your campus group. Um, although, you know, you can have your campus group involved as well. Um, so yeah, um, a lot of people were doing I want to just shout out, they were doing other incredible things, other fellows. They did, um, they did panels with pro-life speakers. They did debates. They did interviews. They did, um, another student made this incredible um, video. She's a filmmaker. And, you know, it's just really amazing to see all the different talents and all the different fellows just coming together. Another girl actually wrote a song. I mean, there's so much, there's so many talented, amazing people yeah. in this fellowship. And I love them so much. And my other favorite thing about the fellowship is actually just like the community because we have like a group chat and anytime anybody has a question, because nobody knows everything. If anybody ever, you know, has a question about the littlest detail of the pro-life movement or some kind of fact, or if we need a resource or anything like that, we're just like, Hey, does anybody have a resource on this? And like, everybody comes together. We're like, yeah, I can help you with that. It's, it's an amazing community of, of young pro-life leaders, and I'm just so grateful to be a part of it. That's awesome. I mean, two things. I love everyone listening. This also shows that um, any talent you have, you don't have to be someone who likes to, you know, stand outside of abortion clinics. You don't have to be someone that's super loud or extroverted. Any talent you have can be used in this movement. And I, I love that. I love that um, you got, it's so diverse, um, the group. And I also love like the community aspect. That's something really big that we over here, those are the girls, we really want everyone to feel community, to feel in, um, involved. So Students for Life seems like a great, or I know it's a great, but the Wilberforce Program Fellowship seems very great. So if you are a student and you are looking to get more involved in the pro-life movement, seriously apply. Like join your Students for Life chapter. If you don't have one, start one. If you are not a student, you can start a pro-life future chapter. If you don't have one, start one. Like this is such a great tangible way to get involved in the pro-life movement because another thing we are big on and those are the girls is action steps it is things that like we talk a lot like let's actually do something and like students for life and this fellowship is a great way to do that okay so next question is can you explain your project for us 
Yeah, of course. So the project is, um, it's pretty simple. It's a billboard that's going to go over the Interstate 5 in San Diego. And I want to first point out that San Diego, I might be biased because, you know, I grew up here, I go to school here and I love it so much. But honestly, I think it's a really amazing location for this kind of billboard. It's very strategic because San Diego, for those of you who don't know, is right on the U.S.-Mexico border. It's also right on the ocean. So it's like the very, it's like the very tip of, you know, the bottom corner of the country. Um, So it's, it's a center of international travel. It's a center of um, tourism. Tons of people come, especially during the time that the billboard's going to be up, which is May 15th or, I'm sorry, 17th through June 17th or 20th, something like that. It's going to be right, you know, right as tourism season is starting. And aside from that, there's over something like 1.4 million people in San Diego. Um, so it's it's a big city and it's it's filled with people who need help and who need to hear this message. Um, it's also home to, I tried to research this, I cannot figure out how many college campuses are in San Diego. There are so many large universities, I, I mean, including um, San Diego State, USD, UCSD, Nazarene. I mean, there's a lot. Oh. And then there's tons of little campuses too, smaller colleges. So there's just tons of college students in San Diego. It, it's it's a college city. So, I mean, a lot of students will be seeing this billboard. So to get a little bit more into what the billboard is and what it's the message is going to spread. Um, so as I mentioned before, the slogan is, we don't need abortion to succeed. And it will say standingwithyou.org. Um, and I'll have a picture of the mom and baby with the with the cap and gown. The baby's actually in a cap and gown too, so it's super cute. Aww, I'm super excited. So cute. I love it. Um, Students for Life graphics team actually designed it for me, and we worked together on this message to kind of come up with the most effective thing we could. Um, so first off, the billboard will say standingwithyou.org, which is kind of the main focus point of the billboard. So standing with you. I might have, I explained it a little bit, but more in depth, Standing With You is a branch of Students for Life of America. They have existed since 2011, but they were previously called Pregnant on Campus Initiative. Um, This year in January, they just rebranded to Standing With You to kind of make it, you know, to kind of make it a little more fresh and relatable. It's it's really, really pretty. I like that. I like the name change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too, definitely. And um, yeah, so standing with you, basically the purpose of standing with you is to connect women, um, students, but also just all women pregnant in a crisis pregnancy, young mothers with any resource that they could possibly need in order to choose life and to, you know, continue with their career goals and educational goals. Um, If you go on standingwithyou.org, they have a map of the U.S. You can click on your state and then you can click on your university or if you're not a student, just the university nearest to you and every resource you can think of will come up. Healthcare, insurance, educational grants, food, clothing, housing, I mean, childcare, just everything. And you click on it and then there's all these resources that you can apply for. And so standing with you is kind of a hub for all the resources that you could possibly get if you're pregnant, or in a crisis situation, or if you're a young mother, or a pregnant or parenting student. Um, and it's like a hub for that, and it'll connect women. And so the billboard will say standing with you, and everyone who sees this, any woman who needs help, will see this and know they can go to standing with you. It's actually a digital billboard, so it'll it'll rotate between images. 
And so we're actually working on getting another image too that will say something to the effect of um, confidential pregnancy help at standingwithyou.org to give a little bit more information. So that way we'll keep, you know, the original billboard graphic looking, you know, sleek and not too many words, but then we'll have an alternate graphic that'll give more information on that. Um, And that'll also be up over the interstate five as well hopefully we're still working on that part but it'll it'll be the the same I think we should be we should be able to get it done um but yeah so the billboard will say staying with you and direct women to this website where they can find all these resources and I mean it's it's really incredible how many people are going to see this and in addition to that you know, like the social media campaign we're running, people will still see the graphic, even if they're not in San Diego, and know, oh, I can go to Standing With You to get this information, to get these resources. And then the second focus of the graphic is, you know, the line at the top that says, we don't need abortion to succeed. And I'm really, really excited about this message. The wording is just, I mean, we got it down perfect. I think it's the most effective it could possibly be. Um, what I love about it is we don't need abortion to succeed is kind of, it's like the perfect mix between kind of taking a shot at the abortion industry. Like we don't need you, Mm -hmm. but then also a message of like strength and love and support to women. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like we don't, we don't need this. We don't need abortion to be successful. We're strong. We're, we're powerful and, and we're supported and loved. So kind of the main three focuses of this billboard that I've come up with um, are A, to direct the women to the resources at standingwithyou.org, B, to encourage women and tell them, you know, hey, you do not need abortion to be successful. You know, you're a strong, powerful woman. You can you can succeed at your goals, whether it be educational, career, anything that you want to want to achieve. You can do it and still choose life. And we support you. You know, we're here for you. We love you. And we're going to help take care of you. That's the message that we want to send to women. And then the third um, focus of the billboard, kind of target of this billboard, um, is to send a message to all of our society, to anybody who sees this, whether it's the actual billboard or sees the graphic on the internet, sending a message to all of, you know, our society, to the United States or whoever sees it everybody in our culture telling them we as a society don't need abortion to succeed it's not you know just women it's because abortion affects everybody Mm -hmm. and the message of the billboard is to tell everybody you know we we can succeed as a society as a culture we can succeed as a nation without this horrendous um human rights violation we don't need this it's not just that it's wrong it's that it's unnecessary we're strong enough to you know pull together and support women and so yeah that's kind of you know the main the main gist of what this project is going to promote and I part of the reason why I absolutely love this is because uh something I hear a lot it from pro-choicers pro-aborts is that um we don't care about women. We're not doing anything to help women. All we want is people to give birth. But this is an ex- like this is an action step. This is something that will help people. Like the billboard is going to have the standing with you, and standing with you has all of the information. Like this is us doing our best to help not just the baby, but also the woman, and not just during birth but after as well this is so awesome I mean 
I'm really excited to see this billboard and the graphics and everything. I'll post a graphic um, on our page, everybody. Um, so yeah, this is this is a really good thing. And I've been seeing um, a lot of random billboards, not random, but like I feel like I've been seeing billboards a lot lately that have similar messages in the sense of like, people are using billboards now, because I don't remember billboards being super important when we were younger, but I feel like people are using billboards now to leave messages. The other day I saw one um, about like heaven and hell and how we all need to repent, things like that. And I just don't remember saying that a lot when we were younger and we would do road trips, but now I feel like they're everywhere. So this is the opportune time to do this. This is such a great, I mean, great, great idea. Love this. Um, my next question, though, is why should we, um, why should we support this? I guess why why is this something that we should care about? Yeah. So um, basically, the the billboard is only going to be possible if we meet our fundraising goal. Um, the fundraising goal is $4,000, which is actually pretty good for a billboard in San Diego over a freeway. I mean, just thousands of people are going to see this every day. So $4,000 is is actually pretty, um, you know, it's it's a pretty good deal, as I understand from the people with, with Students for Life. They've told me like, yeah, that sounds really good. Um, but it's still, you know, to me, because I've never done you know, anything that huge before. So to me, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, $4,000. But the incredible so thing is that I've been running this fundraising for only a couple of days now, and we've already raised over $500. So wow. um, the reason we kind of want to promote this, aside from promoting the message, we don't need abortion to succeed, is because the billboard will only be possible if we raise the $4,000, which um, I'm confident that we will get there. But I want to share with, you know, everyone listening, um, ask you to consider donating to this project because um, as we've we've ta been talking about, you know, this is going to really, really impact the way that women are able to access the resources that they need. I mean, one of the biggest things that I've realized about pregnancy resources is that they're so little known. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like nobody knows they exist. And there there's not just so many of them, but each and every one of them are like incredible. I've, I've met a lot of people who run them. I mean, they're all over the place too, especially in San Diego. I mean, they're just everywhere. So many resources that you can access. And it's so sad that, you know, nobody really knows that they're out there. And a lot of people are always, you know, a lot of pro-life leaders are always talking about how, you know, they've heard from so many women who say, I wouldn't have had an abortion if I'd have known that, you know, there were these resources that could help me or these people who would love me and support me. Or, you know, I was listening to one, one lady speak once she runs a pregnancy center in Los Angeles. And she said that so many women would tell her after an abortion, you know, I, I wouldn't have gotten an abortion if someone had just told me you can do it. You can be a mom. You can still achieve your goals. You're strong enough and we love you and we support you. and We're going to help you. So these, these people, these resources, they exist. It's just that nobody knows about them. Yeah. And this billboard, I'm so excited about because it's going to revolutionize really the way that women can access it. It's going to revolutionize the way we get information out. It's going to completely change the game for how women can access these resources and utilize them. 
And oh my goodness, if we can get this one billboard up, so many women are going to see this website. They're going to go to it. They're going to get help. They're going to choose life. And what, what Students for Life has been talking about with me is, you know, if this is successful, if we get, if we raise the $4,000 and get this billboard up from there, I mean, the sky's the limit. We've been talking about, you know, continuing fundraising and getting billboards up in more locations in Southern California. Students for Life, before I brought this project up to them, they had actually, they told me afterwards, they're like, yeah, we had actually been talking about billboards. We were thinking that was a good idea. So, I mean, I don't know, aside from mine, where they're really going with it but I have been talking with you know their marketing team and they're like we love this idea we want to you know do this more if this goes well and so I mean it's going to completely change the game for how women can access resources and I love how you said you know that we really need to be action-based we can't I mean obviously talking about it is good but we need to take action and this is actually like a tangible way mm-hmm. that, that, you know, we can help women and we can save babies because women who have had abortions, as I said, they'll say, they'll tell you, if I had had those resources, if I'd have known, I would have chosen life. So, I mean, yeah, that's basically um, what I have to say about that. I, I, I really, really think that it's important for everyone to consider supporting this project. Um, you know, I, I really, really believe that this is going to change lives. It's going to help our society. And I was talking about revolutionizing things. It's also going to re- revolutionize the way we communicate with our society. It's it's going to send a big, big message to the world about, you know, young student leaders and, you know, the pro-life generation. It's going to not only send this message to women, it's going to send the message to everybody. Hey, Mm -hmm. we're here. We oppose abortion. There are people who think this is wrong and, you know, maybe give it, give it some thought, you know, and that's, that's, that's why this project is important. And that's why I would encourage everybody to consider donating and then sharing it on your social media. So we can just make this as successful as possible. Yeah, I mean, everything you said, I just want to echo and I want to remind everybody because I get this way too because I forget people just do not know. Billboards like this, information like this is so important because outside of our circles, outside of, you know, the people you listen to the podcast, outside of your friends that you go to coffee with, people don't know about um, pregnancy resource centers. People don't know that there are other options. People don't know that you don't have to do something. I mean, I've heard from many different pro-life speakers about um, some very similar to what you said, that people just literally had no, they it was just like, oh, well, I'm pregnant abortion. Like there was no thought process to eat. Sometimes it depends on the way people are raised and um, their environment, but sometimes people just, all they think about is the abortion. They don't understand that, or they don't even have the, they just don't know that there are other options. So having a billboard like this can be literally life-saving. This is something that I think, um, we should all get behind. Uh, this will be our donation for the month. Um, well, up until uh, May 15th, I believe. So we're going to do it uh, from April 13th when this episode goes out to May uh, 15th. This is going to be our donation. And I just encourage you guys, $5 here, $10 there, $1,000 if you have it. Uh, I'm sure... <laughs> 
$5,000 if you have it. I'm sure that will be greatly appreciated and used. This is just such um, an amazing project. And I think I really, really, part of the reason why I just love this idea is it's something that people can see. We are always marketing um, is such a big thing. Instagram, you know, it is what it is. I get very frustrated with the algorithm as someone who's trying to build a brand. The algorithm is very frustrating. And um, Instagram, TikTok, all those things, all those places are great marketing resources. But honestly, a billboard is just as good as a marketing resource because everybody get well everybody will drive past everybody will see it not literally everybody but people will see it and it's targeted to for a specific area so this is just such an amazing project um i really really hope everyone listening can donate something um and i think five dollars here ten dollars there fifty dollars here thousand dollars there all of that can really make a difference um my next question, and I guess this will be the last question, and this more of like a kind of a, sh a funnish question, is let's say someone wants to get more information about being pro-life. What are some podcasts or books or movies you would recommend? Ooh, um, I've actually been getting really into podcasts lately. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like find their you know, you can educate yourself while doing stuff, while doing laundry yes. instead of listening, yeah. which I, you know, I love listening to music, but man, I've started to really love podcasts. Me um, too. My favorites are um, Politely Rude with Abby Johnson. Oh my goodness. She's, she's the best. And her, her podcast is, is about pro-life issues, but also about, you know, um, social issues, family issues, relationships, things like that. Um, I really like Explicitly Pro-Life with Kristen Hawkins, which is, um, she's actually the CEO of Students for Life of America. So if you want to find out more about Students for Life um, while listening to a great podcast, I would recommend that one. Um, and also the book that I mentioned earlier, um, uh, Viability, it's actually Viability 2.0. So the original book was called Viability and it was written several years back, but um, Michael Fisher, who wrote the book, he released a like a revised version of it in 2020. So it's called Viability 2.0. And as I mentioned before, it's kind of um, it's like a strategic look at the pro-life movement and basically objectively pointing out, you know, kind of the some of the things that we do. I don't want to say wrong, but the things that aren't very smart or very strategic are but he doesn't just criticize, like he tells us what we can do better. So the point of his what's, book is kind what's of- What's one of them? I'm just curious. What's one of the things that we can do better that he mentions? So one of one of my favorite chapters in the book is, um, it's entitled Resources. So what he talks about is something in the pro-life movement called the martyrdom complex. Um, it's actually really interesting. I had never thought about it, but he, he argues that in the pro-life movement, one of the traps we fall into is, well, as you know, like the pro-life movement is not necessary. It's not, we're not exactly the most um, wealthy organization or movement, you know, we, you know, there's some big organizations, but a lot of it is small grassroots things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, really we're, we're, we're the underdogs, basically. Mm -hmm. We don't have big funding. Um, you know, we do have a lot of donors, but, you know, we have, we, we get by but we don't have as much as we could. And what he talks about 
is how we as a movement have kind of developed something that he calls the martyrdom complex, where we kind of say to ourselves, oh, you know, we don't have much, but but that's okay, you know, we're we're poor, basically something like that, you know, we don't have mm-hmm. a lot to work with, we don't have a lot of resources to, you know, boost our organizations, but that's okay. Like we'll we'll scrape by somehow. Or also the the mindset that you know it makes us it makes us almost better it's maybe better that we don't have so much money and he starts you know it's a it's not a bad thought to be on on the one hand you do want to be optimistic even if you don't have much that that's not what he's saying he's not saying that you shouldn't be optimistic all the time and be positive what he's saying is we have a tendency to kind of not want to bother people about about things like donations and volunteer help we kind of fall into this trap of oh i don't we don't want to bother people people have a lot on their plates we don't want to ask them for money we don't want to ask them to come to this event you know we need volunteers but we don't want to ask for volunteers and michael fisher basically says no you need that <laughs> abortion is the greatest human rights violation perhaps of all time you know and we're fighting to end it now this is the most important movement that exists in our world today. There's obviously, there's a lot of other important um, social movements going on, but there's nothing more important than this because there's nothing worse than abortion. And so he argues, you can't fall into this trap of feeling like, oh, it's okay. We don't have enough. We don't need to ask for more. And I love, I love his quote. He says, don't be afraid to ask for the moon because this is the most important thing. And also, when you act like when when you kind of have the attitude of oh you know we don't want to ask for much people don't give much you know yeah and also true. in terms of of volunteering you know volunteer work um organizations need volunteers and when you say oh you know we don't want to ask too much of anybody's time we don't want to ask people to commit to anything um people people don't take it seriously basically so that's yeah. that that's what he argues in one of the chapters that we need to kind of get over that and not be afraid you know he also he also says that the key is building good relationships you need to make sure that you're showing results you know you can't just be asking for volunteers and asking for donations if you're not showing results if you're not showing your donors and your volunteers that it's actually a- accomplishing something concrete but once you get that together you can't be afraid to ask for volunteers, to ask for donations, to ask for help, to ask for people to, you know, spread the word about whatever it is that you're doing, because it is so important. And if you don't treat it like it's important, then no one else will. So that's, that's one of the things that he, that he talks about in his book. Wow. I like that. And everything he said is true. I think we do get kind of timid and like, and I guess the Martin, Martin don't, not y- y'all know what word I'm trying to say yeah. um <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I do think it's sometimes it can be uh what is it like a humble pride like you're you're humble but you're very proud about like oh poor us I do so much and I don't get a dime right so, exactly yeah. I do think the pro-life movement can get like that um that's I really want to read that because I mean like I've been saying this whole episode we're all about action steps and if we want to do something that has results we need to do our best to fix or um yeah fix the problems that we see right that's very interesting okay so yeah, and gave I me- oh sorry oh sorry I was going to say, I went back and read that chapter last week, right before I was kicking off the fundraising for this project, because I kind of felt that 
not so much the humble pride thing, but almost like the, I don't want to ask people for money. That's yeah. But I'm like, you know, it, it's not, it's not about, I kind of was like, come on, come on, Lily. It's not about you. It's about, it's about the, the, the billboard. It's about, you know, getting women these resources. So um, if, yeah, if you really believe in something, you will ask people for help. And I really, really do believe in this project. I believe in this cause. So yeah, I mean, that's that's why I think that his message is especially important. Yeah, and I was gonna say like when people like I, I feel that too sometimes is we have two donations going or like uh, we're trying to fundraise for a booth at YWLS and then we also have like a donation if anybody ever wants to donate five dollars here they'll help pay for stuff and like I completely understand the it's awkward asking for money type thing because I mean it's you don't know how people are going to act. And like you said, this is like humble thing. But the thing is, this is what I always like remind myself. I mean, on Twitter, I see people raise money for the most ridiculous stuff. <laughs> right. And, you know, my heart, for example, my heart goes out to Gorilla Glue Girl. I do like that really sucked. I don't know. Do you remember that when she like glued I do. her? I yeah. remember that. My heart you goes out to her. She raised, I'm pretty sure, over $100,000. Oh, so my thing is, like, if people are going to give money to that, there are ha- someone has to give for it. Like, somebody, you can get $4,000 if people are going right. to give money to that. So, like, that's what I always remind myself, like, and a lot of it is just finding the right people. That's what fundraising right. is, finding the right people, because there is money. People want to give. I know that um, I have friends who try to... Get, like they give their time and then their offering they try to just give to different organizations um throughout the um throughout the month so like there's people who and I know she I mean she doesn't have a lot of money but that's just one of the things she tries to do and I know that, she, that she's not alone in that and I know there's people who do something similar to that and have more money so it's just really a matter of just going and putting yourself out there and that's definitely something we can all do those of us who have any type of nonprofit or who are trying to raise money for anything like we can definitely put ourselves out there more yeah definitely and I also wanted to mention that I feel like sometimes when it comes to fundraisers people kind of think you know I can't I can't give much so maybe I just won't um but I would I would actually, I'm looking at like the donations, you know, the list of donations we already have. And I'm seeing, you know, like bigger chunks of money. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I would actually really love it so much. if, like, I saw like some $5 ones in there, some $10 ones, just people giving, obviously, you know, the bigger ones are definitely appreciated so much as well. But I think, you know, if you can give $3, you know, it doesn't have to be something huge because if we can get just a lot of people to get behind it and we can get a lot of people to donate five, 10, $15. I mean, that's really what's going to get us there. Yeah, I agree. And I am the queen of the $5 donation. Like whenever I try, if I have the money, I do try to always give and you know, I'm not super rich. So I do try to do the five, like that's always in my head. Okay. $5 minimum. And I do, right. that's why I do think like, it really does make a difference. And also too, if someone's giving $5, that just shows that they wanted to do something. It shows their heart. That's how I see it. Um, 
but yeah, that and you're so right. Five dollars here, ten dollars there. That is what's going to put us over. That's really what's going to make a difference. And I know a lot of people listening are like college age, young adults. So a lot of us, we're all listening, but we do not have a lot of money. But I do think the five dollars here, ten dollars there is really if all of us do it. Like there's over a thousand. I think we're almost near. Well, no, I think we're just over a thousand. Um, no, we're almost. I don't know. We have a lot of people following us on Instagram. If everybody gave five dollars, um, I think it really could. Yeah. I think it really could make a difference. Um, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then All one right. more thing. Oh, I sorry. To oh, sorry. Um, one more thing I wanted to mention. If anybody wants to follow the project, if anybody wants updates, oh yeah, on, you know, yeah. The fundraising. Um, we actually have we have some fun things we're gonna do to promote it. Um, if anybody wants to follow that, you guys can follow my Instagram. It's Lily the Last. I I don't know. I pronounce my name differently depending on what mood I'm in. It's either Lily or Lily, but it's L I L I underscore T H E underscore L A S T. Um, and you can follow it for updates on the project. Um, if you want to look at the graphics, um, the link is in my bio. I I think Mal, you're going to attach the the link to the description yeah. but um just in case anybody needs to access it elsewhere um yeah it's it's going to be in my bio and um I would love it last thing I would love it if you guys in addition to donating could share the project on your social media and just kind of you know there's a graphic right now I'm trying to get more graphics up more more promos up in in my main um, but there's one up right now. It's it's the purple one. It's got the mama and the baby. It says we don't need abortion to succeed. Um, if you could just throw that up on your story and, you know, write a little message, you know, go donate to this cause, go, you know, put it up on your story, just encouraging people to share and to donate. I mean, that is going to be the biggest thing because the thing I was thinking about was I got a lot of people in the fellowship to to share the project. And that did bring in donations. But the other thing I thought about was like, wow, if somebody shares on their story and um, one person who viewed their story donates, but a hundred people saw it, I mean, that's a lot of people seeing what would have, what, what will be on the billboard. So in addition to donations, sharing it on social media and just making the social media campaign as big as possible and just you know, making the message reach as far as it can, that, that would help a ton. So go check out my page, throw that graphic up on your story. And I would, I would just, that would mean so much to me. Yeah. And, you know, to wrap up final, my final thoughts on that is sharing is really, really good. And it's important too. So like, if you can't donate financially because of whatever reason, sharing is important because someone else on your page might be able to donate financially. And that is how we get messages out. That is how we let people know. That is how we're going to get this billboard up. I cannot wait to see this. I cannot wait for you to be like, oh yeah, we got it all. Um, and it's going up. And I just, this is exciting. This is super exciting. Um, and I just really, everyone listening, we can all be a part of this. We can all take actions to make a difference. And to, it's life or death. We will be saving someone's life. I, I know in my heart that at least one person is going to see that and change their mind. So um, you gave all of the your social media. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that you you gave social media the link. Anything else we need to tell the people? Um, 
I mean, if you want more information, oh yes, actually, if you want more information kind of on what Standing With You does or on what Students for Life of America does, um, you can check out their website, standingwithyou.org, studentsforlife.org. Also, there is a blog post. It is, well, it's kind of basically the same blog post that is on, it's attached to the GoFundMe. So if you go to if you follow the donation link, it'll show up, find me. And then there's, you know, a blog post kind of going in depth into what the, uh, into what the project is about. That blog post is also up on standingwithyou.org. I believe it should, if it's not up yet, it'll go up within a day. So it was supposed to go up this weekend. I need to double check that. But yeah, so if you kind of want to want to read more about the project, I kind of covered all the bases, but if, if you want to refer back to it, it is in the GoFundMe, it's all right there. And it's also posted on standingwithyou.org. And I would encourage you guys to go to standingwithyou.org just to learn more about the resources that they offer. You know, if you're listening and you're you're somebody who needs these resources or you know someone who's pregnant or parenting and needs help, I mean, go to standingwithyou.org. They have amazing, amazing resources there. And it's also, it's gorgeous. They just redesigned it. It's super pretty. It's like pinks and golds and purples. I mean, it's it's a really nice site. And it, I mean, aside from that, it's got, you know, life-saving resources too. Um, so yeah, go check out their website. Go, go see what they have to offer. You know, even if you're not someone who's pregnant or you don't know anybody, um, it's good to look at these things so that, so that you know about it if you ever need it. So yeah, that's, that's that's the last thing I would say. Like, go go check out um, the blog post and go check out the website and see the things that they have to offer. Perfect, Lily. Thank you so much for coming on. I really really thank appreciate you. it. And Victoria said sorry she couldn't be on. She was really excited about this episode, but um, she'll hear it and fill her in and everything. Um, so tell her I appreciate you. it. Thank you. I will. So I will. Much now. Thank no you. Problem. Have a good night. You too. And thanks everybody for listening. Um, Please do not forget to rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends, tell your grandmother, tell your aunt, tell your niece, your nephew, tell everyone you know to rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. Um, Everyone have a good rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.